Andrew. Yeah. Moving sucks, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, this is the moving episode of Snark Mark's podcast. Dusty, st- simple, stupid Dusty just moved, and now super, simple, stupid Andrew is in the process of moving. Well, J- Dusty's still kind of in the process of moving, right? No, all of our stuff is from <laughs> previous place to place now. That's uh, good. Yeah, it's all in boxes and stuff, but it's uh, it has moved to the new location. So okay, well, I'm, listen, I'm proud of you. Uh, hopefully, eventually, my stuff makes it to my new location. Um, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure it will. Um, I'm supposed to move in tomorrow. Uh, I have a U-Haul outside my house, right? Yep. Guess what's in the U-Haul? <laughs> what's that? A disassembled bed. That's it. <laughs> you got zilch. Dog. It is, uh, I, I, listen, I'm a man of hubris, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, you know, I don't have that much stuff, huh? You, you never, you never think you do. Yeah, my, uh, uh, our, our, our guest for next week, Kai, uh, she has been putting a lot of pressure on me lately. Hey, why haven't you packed yet? And I'm like, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> like, that's that's yeah. a problem for future Andrew. I always knew <laughs> that the night before was going to be a scramble, right? Yeah. It's a no matter what through. I did, it was going to be a scramble. <laughs> yeah. But because I, I, I have to have a bed. I'm not going to sleep on the floor just to be prepared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's that's the tough. That's the tough part of moving is like there are things that you can definitely do to prep. But there's like, you need your bed. I'm not going to pack my TV. Like, uh, you know, I, I need, <laughs> I need my stuff. I need my couch. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to do without any of that stuff? Yeah. We're recording this at my computer setup that I haven't packed yet. I should be doing this from in the U-Haul. The computer setup <laughs> is in the U-Haul. Uh, but no, I took, uh, I had the whole weekend and I took two days off this week and I was like, Surely, that is plenty of time to uh, go ahead and get everything situated where it needs to be. But I've only ever moved myself as an adult. I did not consider that now I live with three other people, and those three people all have stuff. Yeah. That's a lot more stuff than the stuff I have. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, And I'm only moving my, myself, and it stinks. Um, I am... I had to deal with the last few, the last like week or so. My indoor cat got fleas. Oh no! Oh, no. I don't How know did... what. I don't know how. I don't know who. I don't know. I I I, I have some ideas. I think the the uh, the roommate has let the cat out a few times without telling me. I think they uh-huh. feel bad for the kitty cat. Right. And uh, fleas. So I, I nuked my room, bro. My room <laughs> will give you a headache. Uh, but yeah, the fleas yeah. are dead. It's a flea holocaust in my room, Dusty. <laughs> you have no mercy. No mercy. And he's, I, uh, he's like on the, the – the cat is like on the fence between small cat and large cat. I gave him the large cat treatment, dog. I put that shit <laughs> straight onto his skin. He did not like it. But you know what I don't like is fleas. That's true, yeah. Um yeah, there's well, I, uh, I, I texted you. I busted my knee, some fierce night one of the move, which That's is hilarious. 
<laughs> yes, uh, trying to carry in my obnoxiously large television by myself. Uh, we have landscaping now where we moved. Uh, and there are bushes on either side of the walking path to the house. <laughs> Ran the TV into the bush, hit me in the knee, hyperextended my knee. <laughs> so I had to move the next three days with a busted up knee, uh, like swollen, you know, to all hell trying to organize this move. It's terrible. But of course that happens. I told Sarah, I'm never moving again. Ever. The la the next time I move will be from this house to a cemetery. That's it. The uh, kibosh on moving forever. I heard the red's pretty good at cemeteries. Um, but you know, yeah, they'll kill you to get in. Uh, yeah. so um yeah, you know, it's 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 not the most fun thing in the world. Um I've I've been scrambling. Uh, my dad was going to help and he, he's working all day, so I've been I've been uh, not doing much. Like I, I that's the thing. I should be scrambling all day, but yeah. I had a lot of stuff to do at work anyway. It was a podcast, you know. Yeah. Let me ask and you this: What's your box situation? I went to Home Depot uh, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And bought like six boxes, so I think I'm okay. I don't have that many things. I bought most of my stuff because I'm leaving a furnished place, so like. Most of the things that are moving to the next place are already in boxes because I haven't taken them out of the boxes, you know? Right. Um, my clothes, I'm leaving on hangers, maybe put a trash bag over them shits and putting them straight in my car. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 I think I'm okay in the box situation, but we will see because I haven't put shit in these boxes yet. I mean, I put all my books away, and as you know, I'm, I'm very well-educated, very well-read. I've, right. I've, I've got a house of books, and um, I, I hope that box doesn't break uh, as funny as it would be, uh, that's some shit that happens to Dusty. <laughs> right. Well, I will also say, I was going to text you last week, as it would turn out, of course, I move the weekend that it is suddenly a record-breaking heat streak <laughs> in the middle of the end of April. 96 degrees last Saturday when we're moving. Uh, this weekend, Andrew's moving. Just overcast skies, Mid seventies <laughs> couldn't be nicer. You couldn't know what I mean? Be nicer, yeah. Rich get richer, you know. The rich get richer. That's I, I I I put in a call with the G man. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, if you're gonna make it hot, make it hot the last weekend of April if you could for old Andrew. He's like, oh, all right, I've got you covered. Dusty's gonna be yeah. fucked, fuck city, and yeah. I'm gonna hurt his knee. <laughs> yeah, and his knee and his back and his shoulder are all gonna be screwed. Dusty's ass in, is grass. <laughs> I haven't moved in ten years. Like, uh, except when I moved my stuff to Fresno, before that, it had been 10 years. And now I've moved twice in like eight months. No more, Andrew. Or if for some reason I ever have to move again, I am hiring people to move my things. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> don't want to have to move them myself. Um, so, but we are still here because we had to do... The 100th episode. If this were like the 78th episode, we might throw a uh, compilation up. We might throw up one of the old funny ones. Yeah. But we can't do that for the 100th. We'd have to find an actual funny one. That, that's uh, true, yeah. That's a lot of work. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, we can't do it for the hundo. You can't... The, the people are clamoring for the hundo. Um, yeah. I have to get this fucking movie out of my brain. <laughs> um, uh, I will so. tell you what. Can I tell you one upside to where I live now that I saw on my way home today? 
well, first of all, probably I, I can tell you two upsides already, right? Okay. Well, no, I can tell you one because the other one it wasn't true. Like, because you almost bought the house by the uh, by the train tracks, so that's one upside. That's you don't have the yeah. train tracks. Two, bet you don't have a crazy lady knocking on your door. <laughs> crazy lady not knocking on our door anymore. It would be, dude. I fucking hope tonight. <laughs> crazier lady starts knocking on your door yeah we moved across the street from the simpsons cat lady yeah um all you can eat korean barbecue place real close oh shit <laughs> it'll yeah, be like dude. when when homer went to the all you can uh-huh. eat place and they... does that sound like a man who's had all he can eat <laughs> no <laughs> it does not you know i've never been to a korean barbecue place korean barbecue is pretty good man the Have chicken you is uh delightful i would listen i i i love the people of the orient you know what i mean yep. <laughs> yeah they're and, mysterious the and great I like, Muda yeah them. like the great muda they're yeah. uh but I, I i i've been super into japanese food lately uh okay big, big, i don't like anime okay i know there's like just so you guys know <laughs> just as long as you know i'm not buying a katana i don't have a waifu i don't have a body pillow i don't have some weird sex stuff going on just like japanese food okay um but I don't, I don't really like sushi. That is interesting. Uh, yeah. It's not unheard of. Um, not a big I, uh, seaweed guy. I don't like seaweed. I don't want to call out uh, your sister here. However, do you recall the time that uh, I came over to watch some fights and I got some Japanese food and I got some sushi and your sister asked me what I had and I told her and she tried to keep my sushi pick. Oh, did it wasn't, she do? It wasn't real sushi. <laughs> Oh goddamn! No, I well, yeah, I actually do kind of remember that. Uh, I I'm surprised though. She's she's not usually the gatekeeper. Maybe that's like the one thing she's like, oh, I can gatekeep this. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, because I get cooked sushi, which I know isn't the real whatever. I don't care. They're taking my money. I'm gonna eat the stuff the stuff I like. I don't. I'm not trying to pretend that it's something it's not it's I, just mushy man it's like it's it's a weird like goo like uh, you gotta get crunchy stuff dude it's like you're <laughs> you eating something get... like from the thing or the alien yeah <laughs> yeah i guess as a non-gooman it would be tough for you i'm the opposite uh, of a goo man yeah and uh, japanese food has a plethora of other options that are delicious that are not sushi related. Your teriyaki oh, some, chickens and so on. Give me some goddamn yakisoba, bro. Some noodles with <laughs> uh, with with uh, with veggies and and a, and a protein. You know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a I am that's my shit, dog. That's really where they've got us beat in soups. Various soups. Uh, soups are I, pretty good. Yeah, I think the, they've got the top. They've got the market cornered on soups. Italian soups are pretty good too. But I think Japanese soups. Uh, oh yeah, minestrone, good. nice little minestrone. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. Uh, um, that's good so stuff. Dusty, what do you? I, I was thinking about this. I don't have an answer for this. Do you have a favorite episode of the Snark Marks? Do I have a favorite episode of the Snark Marks? Um, <laughs> I mean, the one that comes to mind is uh, Halloween Havoc '97. Just that Macho Man impression <laughs> is really one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever heard. I, can't, uh, I haven't talked to the same since. <laughs> yeah, it's really you singing a totally different octave now than you used to. Yeah, it's real uh, gravelly. I yeah, I don't know. Is it like too self congratulatory to have a favorite episode of your own podcast? No. Who are you uh, yeah. talking to, Dusty? <laughs> I guess I guess not. Yeah, a man of ego. Yeah, uh, would not. Well, because like there are podcasts that I've listened to where they're like, uh, we're going to talk about the, our favorite moments from our own podcast. 
And I'm like, I don't, I, <laughs> I guess, but that seems uh, redundant, you know? Listen, bro, we made it 100 episodes. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That's Dude, when they start giving you money. Do you know that? Yeah. I'm, I didn't know that. They start giving you money. Oh, They're yeah. Still, they don't give told me, Dusty about the money. <laughs> they don't give me any money. No. Like, we don't build, we don't send checks to Fresno. It's you know what? Strange, As they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bizarre thing that happens here. Yeah. All right, Andrew. I don't want to keep you too long. I can yeah, see your I'm, face. I'm going to have a really, I'm going to yeah. have a really long night. <laughs> yeah. I can see your face. You can see my face. Well, I can't really see your face. I'm looking at your chest. Yeah. I was well, going to point that I'm, out. I'm Nick Cage. That's uh, pre, <laughs> I'm Nick Cage pre. Uh, Before he uh, wakes face up. Trans, yeah, face transplant. So okay. I'm Caster Troy, you know, is a line from this movie. So, Andrew, <laughs> hit the theme song. Welcome to Snarky Marks, everybody. We are a very funny podcast out of the Central Valley of California. I'm Andrew. That's Dusty. This is our goddamn 100th episode. Holy hell, man. Can you imagine a 100 listen, episodes? That's crazy. That's almost, that's almost two years of weeks. Yeah. that's we've, we've got more episodes than weeks WCW beat WWF. We're, By we've quite la- a bit. We've, yeah. We've lasted longer than the uh, Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Suck know? it, Bischoff. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, follow us on your favorite podcast app. We've got 100 episodes. We're probably good. So if you haven't listened to us yet, you know, check it out. Um, we, we got a big backlog. We used to be wrestling podcast only. If you like wrestling, go check all that shit out. Uh, it's very funny. And then you go to the new stuff, and we're still, holy shit, we're still funny. It's weird. Um, so check out episode 34. I don't know which one that was. But yeah, you know what's a good flavor? 53. I like 53, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Um, uh, both of those, and let me know if you uh, if you go take a look what what we were doing then. Probably yeah. Vince Russo. You know. Also follow us on socials at Snarkmarks Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Dusty's on Twitter at Snarkmark D. I'm on Instagram at Andrew Idell. I'm a radio personality. Check it out. You know what I mean? He's, That's what I they, always wanted to be a local <laughs> underpaid radio jock. You know what yeah. I mean? They're uh, forcing him to move so that the he's closer to the station so that his fame can uh, be utilized properly. Yeah, they, they, I have already called ahead and said, hey, please don't tell the press where I am moving. Um, I, uh, I, I, But I really want it to be leaked. I might leak it myself. I might put right. it on Reddit. Um, you, you want your privacy respected, but also you want to be known. Yeah, I'm going to be out yeah. there going, oh, no, I can't believe you guys found out. Of course I'll yeah. sign autographs. Um, so, uh, yeah, big move, Bakersfield. Um the, the, the I, I've, I've told people in Bakersfield, uh, people that I work with, that I'm like, listen, I don't think I'm moving to the big city. You know what yeah. I mean? It's Bakersfield. <laughs> it's a big Porterville. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not, anything, it's not anything. Like there's some cool spots. There's a little. I'm, I've got a Trader Joe's down the street now. You know. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about a horseshit movie. Now we're not talking about Trader Joe's. Hey. Did on. you? I have a question. <laughs> yes. And I need you to be honest with me, Dusty. I will. 
Did I get a fresh watch of this movie out of you? Watched it last night. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I was going to be really mad. No, I, well, I had texted Andrew. <laughs> I can, re- I can recite the big plot moments of this movie from memory. Um, so I didn't need to watch it necessarily, but, uh, for, in the sake of the podcast and, uh, just cause I, <laughs> you gave me a gift. I got to watch face off again. Oh, so, God. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm starting to realize that you love this movie just as much as you used to. And the, the rewatch didn't work. You get, you gotta watch it with me. Uh, yeah. the, uh, is this a movie dusty? <laughs> this is a proper movie. I'm not going to I'm not going to is this a movie you because it's a stupid question to ask. Of course it's a movie. It's just a horseshit movie. Um I will say it's the first time my wife has seen this movie. So Oh. Uh you can you can get some of her I have some of her input. Do I still uh, like Sarah? <laughs> I believe that she sways more on the side of your uh of your street. Thank you very much. If she wants to know the number of a good divorce lawyer, just to, just send me some, send me a send me a, a ring. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- this, in many ways, uh, much like how wrestling worked as a bridge uh, for mine and Andrew's friendship, was something that was a point of discussion many times on many walks through the the slums of Porterville discussing the merits of the movie face off uh and so i thought that has to be the hundredth episode well we also need the caveat of this i argued with dusty about this movie for probably a year or more before i ever saw this movie yeah dusty would be like no it's a good movie they switch faces you know and i'm like no that's a bad movie dusty there's no way that's a good movie (laughs) Uh uh-huh um and I watched it and was vindicated. I w- okay, so I was I used to be on a on a um, on a movie podcast called Refund Theater. Can't find it. Been wiped off the face of the planet. Okay, um, very good podcast, but you know things happen. So uh, the uh, w- the was it the f- it wasn't the f- the first episode I did with him was Three Ninjas. But I went back to Arkansas at one point and and hung out with my brother and I was like, guys, we gotta do Face Off because I gotta watch this stupid ass movie and make fun of it on the record to uh, to uh, Shit in my friend Dusty's face. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And um, they loved Face Off. All of them. Um, before the watch. And I think watching it with me made them ashamed that they ever liked this movie. Because by the end of it, they were like, yeah, this movie stinks. It's bad. It's a bad movie, Dusty. So they all apologized. And I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't expecting an apology from you today you know uh-huh i might have expected a little bit of you know hey maybe it's not as good of a movie as i thought it was we could certainly get into it okay i would i would love to get into it with you now i am usually tasked with yes. going through the plot of a movie that is generally your role when we do a movie yes i think you should do this one i am so glad that you said that because that's what i was going to suggest okay we open at a park it's carousel. Oh yeah, John Travolta's there. The fucking part <laughs> with his son. Yep, his young son. They're hanging out. They're riding the carousel. You can tell there's a uh, loving family behind within within this movie. He's my son. Oh my god. <laughs> then, from seemingly nowhere, with panache never seen, 
Nicolas Cage in a mustache appears with a sniper rifle. Sets his sights on what we will find out is FBI agent Sean Archer. And he's he's seeing him, he's seeing him with his kid, he's got him in the scope. He's like, oh man, I can't shoot the kid. I gotta wait for the perfect moment. He sees Sean Archer's back is turned. He shoots the he he fires, and in the ultimate turn of events, the the tale as old as time, hits John Travolta in the back, goes through, doesn't kill Travolta, and a true cruel twist of fate. Young Michael Archer killed at the park. Yeah, Cage is like, God, I forgot bullets go through shit. <laughs> yeah, especially a sniper rifle bullet. Yeah. <laughs> um, blood on the carous- blood on the horse. The carousel horse yeah. to let us know what a tragic event this was. Six years later, we pick up Nicholas Cage, Caster Troy, is in L.A. with his brother, and they are terrorists for hire. <laughs> Big 90s uh, job description. Terrorists for hire. They're going to blow up the L.A. Coliseum. Uh, Nicholas Cage is dressed as a priest. Andrew's going to... Uh, ride on this for a long time about how terrible Nicolas Cage is in this scene uh, and what a bad person he is. Mm-hmm. He sets the bomb. Sean Archer, now single-minded in his efforts to catch Caster Troy, uh, finds out where he is. They have a chase, a plane chase on a tarmac that would end most movies. This would be the climactic scene of almost any other movie in the world, it's barely the opening of Face Off. They have a the face like a stare down, but with the with the plane and uh, Sean Archer's Jeep playing uh, chicken, playing chicken with each other. They try to send in a, a lady to trick uh, Castro Troy, and she gets killed, and that sucks. Uh, and then they have a big fight, and in the big fight, Nicolas Cage gets uh, kicked in front of a big fan. And the big fan blows him into a grate and knocks him into a coma. And his brother uh, uh, is captured. So Pollux is captured. Yes. Castor Troy in a coma. Everybody's like, holy shit, we caught Castor Troy. It's great. This weight is off of Travolta. We go home. We see family family life not so great. Uh, He's got a teenage daughter who's like, mom, it's not a phase. Uh, I, I, I'm an emo, uh, 90s emo, and uh, Joan Allen, who plays John Travolta's wife, and there's some distance there. Clearly, things have been bad. But now, things are going to be great, because Castor Troy is in a coma, and they got him. They got I got him, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I got the son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but then, <laughs> turns out, they find out about the plot to blow up, uh, well, find out about a terrorist plot. And they're like, hey, we need you to uh, get information from Pollux about where this bomb is. And Pollux won't talk. And none of Travolta's, and none of uh, Cage's crew of flunkies will talk. So suddenly, this doctor shows up out of nowhere and is like, hey, we can do a face-off procedure. We'll take your face, and we'll put it in goo, and we'll give you... Uh, Nicholas Cage's face and then you can go into the prison and you can get the location of the bomb out of uh, Pollux. And Travolta <laughs> uh, after not a lot of deliberation uh, decides this is the move. So of course 
they do the face-off. Uh, face-off surgery number one. Travolta goes into the prisoner's cage. Uh, and while he's in there, Nicolas Cage, no face, Nicolas Cage wakes up. And of course, he has face-off surgery number two. And he becomes John Travolta. They face off in the prison, one of many face-offs. And uh, they, you know, uh, now Travolta Cage is like, hey, I'm going to go live your life, and you're stuck here in this fucking floating prison that sucks for you, and I'm going to get my brother out, and I'm going to, like, uh, take things down from the inside, use my government influence, and uh, Travolta Cage is left in the prison. So, uh, like, John, John Cage... The uh, Sean Archer guy is now like the the shit. He's the king of the he's the king of the FBI. He he goes and finds his own bomb and defuses it, and he's like king shit. And he's like getting the family back together. He's treating Joan Allen right, and he's like being weird. But everybody's kind of okay with it because uh, real Sean Archer's kind of been a dick all this time. And while and while that's going on, Travolta Cage is in the floating prison. And he's got to get out. So he like starts a riot and he's like, I'm Castor Troy. And then he gets out and then they have a face off again. And uh, then it's just a series of different face offs until uh, the final face off at the end of the movie where Travolta Cage kills uh, Cage Travolta. And then they do reverse, uh, <laughs> they do reverse face off surgery. There's a lot of other stuff in there. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that within the, the conversation of the movie. So let me put out there. Mm-hmm. This movie is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The plot of this movie is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The acting is very over the top. The action... Some would say <laughs> really bad. The action is great. The, uh, the direction... Of the action, this movie is directed by John Woo, noted uh, action filmmaker, uh, regaled with many awards for his action filmmaking. Is the movie ridiculous? Yes. Was I thoroughly entertained by the movie? As always, yes. Face off, good movie. Did you hear me breathe? (laughs) I did hear you breathe. Um, So, that first scene, right? Yeah. A bunch of people. Uh, well, not, I guess, the second scene. First scene. Yeah. Well, first scene, okay. First scene. <laughs> carousel scene, right? Yeah. Going around in carousel. Is it in black and white? I can't remember. It's some weird filter over the There's fucking, a filter on it, yeah. It's like flashback. This is a flashback. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, the, uh, this is where you're introduced to one of the main... Um, it's a, it's a main plot point, like running plot point in this movie where Sean Archer, who is John Travolta, to show affection to his family, (laughs) everybody in his family, he takes his hand and he wipes their face all the way down. Like, yeah, literally just yeah. puts his hand on their face and wipes it all the way down. Now, Dusty. Like a very loose iron claw. Like an ineffective iron claw. Yeah, like a dainty yeah. iron claw. So, <laughs> yeah. Dusty. Yes. I know you. <laughs> uh-huh. You would have whooped your mom's ass if she did that to you. <laughs> 
I I don't like it. I don't know why that's a move uh, that they do as a family. Because this is why, Dusty. Yeah. Whoever fucking wrote this movie <laughs> couldn't think of a better thing for him. Well, well I think actually what it is is because the reason that he does that, right, is so at the end when he is Caster Troy when he is right. wearing Nicolas Cage's face, right. he can show his family, hey, hey, oh my God, it's me. It's fucking <laughs> right. Travolta. Travolta Cage. And, yeah. um, and the, 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 I, this might be brilliant. The only reason yeah. that I am say this might be brilliant is because they had to think of something that fucking nobody would ever do. <laughs> yeah, it's Chekhov's uh, inappropriate uh, face touching. Yeah, know? and it's like, He's sitting with the kid in the carousel, and the kid starts crying on the carousel or something like that. She's like, he's the kid's like, yeah. oh man, dad, I feel like you're about to get shot with sniper rifle. It's gonna hit me in the forehead. And then yeah. he's like, oh, fucking relax. And he fucking wipes the kid's face. The kid goes, the kid might as well have had a frown on his face. And then when the hand went across, it turned into a smile, like right. you know those people, those those like when when you're the trying pillows. to entertain a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like um, those pillows that if you rub it one way, it, yeah, it's the same. it like yeah. changes That's the... That's better. That's better. Yeah, yeah. It's like the scales on the pillow that changes the thing. Um, so, listen, like, <laughs> how... First of all, how... Well, okay, hold on. Wait, wait, let's go again. Okay, yeah. so that happens. You see the sure. fucking face wipe thing. Yeah. Nick Cage has the worst mustache you've ever seen on. And I like yeah. Nick Cage. I want to be on record. I like Nick sure. Cage. I like some of John Travolta. I don't like Scientology. Grease is the shit. Battlefield yeah. Earth is the worst movie I've ever seen. It's worse than this movie. Have you seen Battlefield Earth? I have seen Battlefield Earth, yes. Did you like Battlefield Earth too? <laughs> no, I did not like Battlefield Earth. Thank you. Okay, finally something. <laughs> you know what I mean? A redeeming quality uh, no, for Dustin. Okay. We're, uh, you know what? Go ahead. I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> so, so... Second scene. Scene yeah. the second. Well, yes. Okay, so second scene is the plane scene, right? No. Uh, second no. scene is fucking... There's a church choir singing, and Nick Cage, dressed as a priest for some reason, walks in, puts his hands on his knees, and, like, headbangs to the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, like, doing the circle headbang, like, like eight, 1980s shit. And then he walks up to a... I don't know if she's 18-year-old girl. Yeah. Very pretty girl, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know if I'm like, you could, you know what I mean? Like, it's, sure. I, he walks up and he, like, Joe Biden's her. Like, he sniffs her <laughs> and he, and he, and yeah. he, like, whispers something weird. I can't remember. What does he say to her? Do you remember? He's, uh, talking about how, uh, Hamlin, uh, who wrote Hallelujah, is a hack. And, like, uh, he thinks, he thinks, uh, you know, he's just being edgy. He's an edgy lord. He's so edgy, and yeah. and then he like grabs her butt, yeah, and like has this euphoria look into the sky. Yeah. Does he scream? Look, no, he's just sort of like I think he uh, sings Hallelujah, maybe. So you this know, is so. to establish that Nick Cage is wacky. Well, and that he's a creepazoid. I'm not here to defend the actions of Caster Troy. <laughs> he's a creep. Yeah. I, like, you know, it's a, it's a movie. He's a creep. His character's a creep. That establishes he's a creep. I'm not for the behavior of that Castro Troy is doing. Listen, but in a lot of movies, you see creeps and you're like, okay, fucking badass. You know what I mean? Like, whatever yeah. it is. You, like, 
He's supposed was, to be irredeemable. He's he killed a child in the first scene of this movie. He's trying to kill a man. Okay, let's get over. Uh, yeah, that. but he let's did, get over know, the child killing. You know what I mean? He doesn't feel bad about it. So, uh, you know, he's think, a, he's a he's a terrorist for hire. He's bad. I I don't think that they're they're trying to make Nick Cage like a cool antihero. He's evil, and they're I like, know. what's the easiest way to convey his evilness? Uh, he's evility. <laughs> yeah, let's have him shoot a kid. Let's have him arm a bomb. Let's have him harass a lady all within five minutes. That the thing about this movie is like the the movie spends zero time like w- wasting your time being like, oh, here's some subtle uh, things to do character building. It's just like shorthand. That guy sucks, and he's a creep, and it's Nick Cage who also. Isn't like he's a big swing guy. Nick Cage, the thing is, you'll love him for like one thing that he does, but then you you'll hate him for a different thing. But it's he's just making big swings all the time. And it how, like it works or it doesn't. You how know? old was he when this movie came out? Movie uh he's born, he he born in sixty four. So he's like thirty three. He's like my age? Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, uh he is coming off of 95, he's in a movie called Kiss of Death and Leaving Las Vegas, which he wins an Oscar for. Best actor. Uh, then, Nick Cage won the Oscar for best actor. Yeah, because he's and, and Leaving Las Vegas, he's incredible. Hell yeah, dude. He's I so love good. I like Nick Cage. I like yeah. him. He's <laughs> The Rock, Con Air, Face Off. Those are the next three movies after he wins an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. And each one of those movies is insane. But each one of them is good in its own way. So, uh, like, you have the two, maybe the two biggest big swing guys there are. Because Travolta's the same way. Travolta's big swing, you know? I feel like Travolta was way worse in this movie than Nick Cage was. Like, Travolta's (laughs) acting when he's talking to his kids and his wife and all that. I was like, has this guy ever acted before? Like, did Travolta (laughs) just get get along because he had a chin dimple and he could sing back in the day? Like, he he was bad in a lot of scenes in this movie. Well, he's also coming off of his big, like, comeback. You know, this is after Pulp Fiction, so he's in Michael. But he was reserved. You know what I mean? Well, a little bit. I mean, he's the Vincent Vega isn't what what I would call the model of like subtlety either. You know, it's a it's a better written character because Tarantino. Cause it's a better movie because Tarantino uh, wrote him. Yeah, but that. <laughs> uh, but I, the interesting one of the truly interesting things to me in this movie is like John Travolta has to play John Travolta the way he thinks Nick Cage would play John Travolta when they do the face off, when they do the swap. And that I was thinking about that. that, that, that one of my biggest, one of my biggest notes is like, how pissed off do you think John Travolta was that Nick Cage came up with such a fucking insane, weird, <laughs> wacky character? Right. And, and so like, yeah, so Cage has to play Travolta the, or like, you know, like, Cage has to play Travolta the way Cage would play him if he were John Travolta with his face. Like it's it's an insane acting exercise to try to think of, and I think Cage is better at it, like because his character starts 
at uh, such an insane point that he could kind of dial it back. That's the uh, thing. Like, to some Cage degree, just and, had to start acting like a regular, normal human being. Travolta right. had to start acting like the dumbest shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> well, he he has to. I, I mean, we'll get to like the him uh, uh, Caster Troy pretending to be Sean Archer is entirely foreign to him. He's got to like he drives by his house and he's like, oh fuck, and then he like has to figure out like what is my dynamic with all of these people that I've never dealt with. And he's like, he hates suburban life and he's bored. And like there, I thought those are interesting things in the movie. Like, and if this were a different movie, they almost get there where it's like, Oh, now they learn something about each other that they didn't know. And it makes them more empathetic to the other guy, you know? But Mm -hmm. in the end, of course they got to have a big boat chase where like a bunch of shit explodes. So like, the movie doesn't, the, again, because there's no subtlety, the movie doesn't have time to examine, like, Nicolas Cage as Sean Archer uh, dealing with the fact that he took this guy's son away from him and caused all of this peripheral damage to his life. Like, he can't reckon with that because he's got to do <laughs> the next scene where he's, like, uh, dancing around. The Papa's got a brand new bag and all that shit. Like, you know. Um... <laughs> but you know but look is is it insane of course the premise of the movie is is of course insane i'm not saying that uh the uh, and and the science doesn't check out i will gladly <laughs> re- like there's another within, thing with a twister i feel like you should have explained the science better and then we watch two movies in a row that you love that don't explain the science better well i just told you the the face-off doesn't it fails in the science <laughs> portion of the movie uh but they the thing that they do is they talk over it really fast so <laughs> it's like because they know the longer it's sort of the jurassic park trick the longer they spend trying to really get you to buy into the science the more you're going to see the holes in the in the in the sites yeah i love so, that they they after they catch they catch uh <laughs> they catch caster troy and they think he's dead they find a flappy. They just find a floppy disk with all the information about the bomb on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you have to carry your bomb info, dude. It says yeah, the have... name of the bomb. It says yeah. what it's made of. It says well, everything. also like they don't do any research. It's like the the reason they're bombing the L.A. Coliseum is because the next week three Supreme Court justices are supposed to be there. You don't think that's a prime terrorist attack point? If you were a terrorist, you son like, of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, just like maybe go sweep the coliseum and see what or the and see what's going on so like they come to him and they're like here's a wacky idea what if we take your goddamn face off and we put your face or we we put nicholas cage's face on you and the doctor that they had to do it is like you know we could do some liposuction here the what the height is negligible the um the eye color is negligible (laughs) neither of those things are negligible if you suddenly showed up and were three inches taller or two inches, t- I might notice that. Yeah, you know, like, and then he didn't even ask him like, "What's your wiener look like? Like, is it right. like?" Because you're definitely gonna have sex with his wife, so uh, yeah, well, I guess weird. that's Cage. Uh, oh, but right. The, 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 that's the that's the whole like. <laughs> what did he say that they were gonna have like an appy app, uh, a pen? What was it? 
abdom it was an abdominiati an abdoplasty abdominoplasty that's what i want yeah. i turned into elmer fudd there for a second bro <laughs> well they're like we can you know we'll we'll shave back your hairline we'll whatever and they blah, didn't blah, do blah. shit to either hairline by the way like they, they show him cutting the hair. Yeah, you know? but I know they and they cut his hair. They cut his hair with his face off. Like they didn't. Yeah. They didn't wait to put the face back on to cut the hair. It was part of the getting taking the face off and, technology. And they, but and they just act like your face just lays on the on your muscles. Yeah. Like so if, like you, if you want to take up. somebody's if you want to take somebody's face off, you just cut a very a, a very uh, shallow incision in the shape of their face all the way around and then you yeah. just kind of put a suction cup on their face and go and it fucking yeah. pops off the whole face and you can just plop that shit onto something else <laughs> and then they're like uh then bippity boppity we attach the muscles and the tendons and blah 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 blah, and you're right as rain you're good to go <laughs> yeah. uh, in like three like, days <laughs> yeah well the doctor says with uh Anti-inflammatories healing takes days, not weeks. Now, no, it doesn't. That's yeah. not how it works at they've, all. They've they've just got fucking ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've known people who have had uh, surgeries that where it's like weeks later, it hurts. Like you you know it, they don't have unless they got special shit that they're given uh, Sean Archer so that he can go into the prison. It's just not going to work. So. Uh, like, but they they zoom past that fast, and then they do the surgery, and then that's when the real fun of this movie begins. Because it's insane before. Because that scene on the tarmac is nuts. The opening of this movie, like I said, it's the end of most other movies. That's the big ending set piece for most movies. Yeah, Nick Cage, like he says, he says something hitting on that girl, and he's like. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let, me, let me say this differently. What if I allowed you to suck on my tongue? Yeah. What if I let you? No, he says, what if I sent you flowers? Uh, hold on, actually. What if I allowed you to suck my tongue? Or whatever. <laughs> He's gross. See? She just, she just makes out with him and then... Uh, yeah. And then, well, uh, that's because she's the FBI agent. And then, like, she's too much hubris. She she reveals she's in the FBI too soon. And uh, she gets and killed. She gets so. she gets she gets her shit chucked off the fucking plane. I made yeah. a mistake watching this movie. Uh, that that could be the whole sentence. I made a mistake <laughs> watching this movie. But um, I I wrote a lot of notes with no fucking context. So I I figured that I'd uh, that I'd remember. So I, I want you. To, I want. I'll, I'm gonna say things. Okay. Well, first, I remember Pollux doesn't fly without Big Brother. I remember that one where they were like, yeah. Pollux is leaving. And he's like, oh, he's definitely going to have Caster with him because Pollux never gets on a plane unless yeah. fucking homeboy's there. But um, I wrote, I'm going to blow you, dot, 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 away. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can you give me the context of that note? Because that's a line uh, in the movie. Yeah, I do know that. All right. Um, I don't remember the context i wrote another one uh, i wrote another one. okay how's your dead son <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's whenever he's uh interviewing, he's interrogating yeah. he's interrogating all of uh the flunkies and they they uh they won't give up what's going on with the bomb that guy i liked bald-headed guy that guy's doing good work in this well first movie. of all i think dead is is redundant in that sentence i think, <laughs> right. I think you could just say how's your son you know what i mean yeah. that's, that's well some... he only has one son who's deceased and he's dead as shit and he's obviously yeah. talking about his dead son and the right. answer is that he's dead 
So right. like you're burying the lead here. You you ask how your how is your son, and he says he's dead. He goes, I know, fuck you, hey. You know yeah. what I mean? But he, he goes, how's your dead son? Um, I wrote, I don't need quirky Riddler John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> because he's trying to be wacky when he becomes fucking when uh cage becomes him yeah, whatever um, it's cage volta uh, uh yeah it's, it's, a, it's a nightmare and then uh fucking pollux talks like dracula i can tell you that um <laughs> yeah and there's like pollux uh there's a scene in the in the prison when uh travolta cage gets there and like pollux is somehow suspicious like he thinks is there a possibility that they did a fucking face off? Oh, my, dude, he figures it my out quick. He's like, right. "Oh, you're not, you're not my brother. You're not." Yeah, and he's like, "Do you? Uh, what medication do I take?" And all this, and it's like, "Okay, no, it, like, unless I don't know what sort of underground medical journals Pollux reads, but it's not like if I saw you after I hadn't seen you in a while and you were talking to me, I'd be like, did they switch Andrew's face with someone else's <laughs> face?'" This like, isn't fucking Andrew. See, I think there's some kind of face-off that's happened here. <laughs> what, um, what'd you? Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, <laughs> Disco Inferno. Oh fuck, it's him. <laughs> yep, that's that's him. Um, I <laughs> the scene where Nicolas Cage. So uh, first of all, the the security at this uh, lab, the super lab, is real lax. Like they just got Travolta's face in a vat of goo that's just there they're like hey man maybe like be a little more protective of my goddamn face huh also why are you keeping caster troy alive at this point you've got his face so there there was a way that they could have that they could have justified this and i was thinking about this and i thought they had done this but when i saw them put the face in the goo i was like oh fuck they're stupid what they could have done to justify uh caster troy getting um john travolta's face was when they take Cage's face and they put it on a Travolta, they say, look, yeah. we have to put your face on Castor Troy because your face will die if it's not attached to shit, getting blood and all that stuff. So we have right. to put it on him so we, so we keep it alive. We can do uh, the face off. Unfortunately, we don't have any sort of face restoration goo that we, yeah, can, keep, uh, we exactly. can keep it in. So, yeah. so they could have done that, but no, they did the goo, and then they just kept him alive for no reason, and then he came alive somehow. Like how... <laughs> It's it's just like Dude, it when is... he sits up and it's just the bandages on his face and there's like a little bit of strategic blood. That shit is so funny to me. Like he just sits straight up and then he goes to the window and he sees Travolta's face and the face goo and he's like ah and it's he put it together in one second. Yeah. Ah, they took my face ah, off. That didn't son they? Of a, that son of a bitch has my face. Uh, <laughs> can, can all right? Can I ask you something? Go ahead. So every, every movie, we've, we've actually talked about this concept. Every movie has to have characters that you root against, characters that you root for, likable characters, non-likable characters, all those things, right? Yes. Who <laughs> is a likable character in this movie? And if you say John Travolta, <laughs> I am shutting the studio down because you would not like Sean Archer. No, he sucks. He um, sucks. His wife sucks. His kid sucks. I, maybe Michael, but they blew his fucking brains out in the first 30 yeah. seconds. Like, Real dead. Um, I think that you are supposed to be empathetic to John Travolta. Not the question I asked, was it? Right. <laughs> Is um, there, Dusty, 
Is there a likable character in this entire freaking movie? I will tell you who I liked. Um, I liked <laughs> Bald Henchman. Uh, Are you supposed to like Bald Henchman? <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to like him. It's a problem, but, isn't it? Because it's yeah. bald, it's bald henchman. Oh, my place is getting fucked up. Is that the same <laughs> yeah, guy? That guy? Yeah. Okay. See, I'll give you that guy as terms that guy of rules. Yeah, in yeah. terms of like that might be the only fucking good like. But there's not a likable protagonist in this movie. The only moderately likable person is a throwaway antagonist that has a couple of goofy lines. Yeah. The no more drugs for this man. Uh that's the same guy. Same after guy. Tr- after uh Cage Volta says he wants to take his face off. Yeah. Uh, oof. Like and I hate it how I hate how artistic this movie tries to be, Dusty. Uh, John Woo took this movie and was like, "Oh man, I'm going to turn this into some 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 artiste, some fucking uh, Shakespearean bullshit about two guys switching faces. I'm going to use all these Dutch angles and fucking doves and uh, and weird filters over the screen and stuff like this movie. This is I think this is the crux of my problem with Face Off. Is first of all, I think Travolta and 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 Cage." Both took their their, their uh, roles very seriously. I think they thought that they were doing some really hardcore acting in this right. shit. And I also think that John Woo thought he was making a very good movie, not a ridiculous, stupid bullshit movie that people like because it's <laughs> stupid bullshit, right? Sure. So I think he missed it. And this is what we used to talk about throughout the years, where I think he missed his mark by so much thinking thinking that he's making a really good movie but actually making a what you would call a I'm not saying a bad like a, a so bad it's good movie I don't think you think that's it I think you think it's a so ridiculous it's good movie that is so off of what John Woo was trying to make I think that's what's the crux of what's offensive to me yeah um well first i want to shout out it's nick cassavetes is the actor who plays the oh man my place is getting fucked up right now guy. it's a fucking great line it's a great um, i'll give I'll, i'm gonna give the movie that line that movie that yeah. line is great so basically they're in a loft castor troy's there they get raided uh sean archer comes in there's a child and then there's a bunch of shoot shoot 'em ups like 50 people die the whole place gets destroyed in the middle bald head guy has a gun and he's like looking around and he goes oh my place is getting fucked up <laughs> It's a good line. Yeah, it's a good um, line. I think the the crux of it to me is like, is the is the movie ridiculous? Yes, it is a ma- but it is a maximalist idea of a of a movie. Like that's the movie John Woo makes. John Woo does not make. <laughs> you've got a director who takes big swings. You've got two actors who have ta- who are taking giant swings. And are being tasked with like amping it up just by the very nature of the plot. Yeah. Like, and I'm I'm saying that the movie is entertaining and successful in spite of the fact that it is ridiculous. Like, I I'm not saying that the movie holds together uh, in a in a way that if you were to interrogate it, it makes sense. Of course, it doesn't. But if you interrogated uh, it, it would ask you how your dead kid is (laughs) right uh and like but i think in the end like it is it is entertaining and it is good at doing what it is conceived like what it's attempting to do like acting aside like it's a big budget 
giant ridiculous action movie in the time of these big budget ridiculous action movies everybody in this movie jumps sideways when they shoot a gun it's ridiculous it doesn't mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense it's all style but like whatever john whenever john was shooting that stuff i think that that stuff is successful and i don't know if that's splitting hairs or if that does or whatever it is but like th- I didn't expect anything else from face off because I've seen John Woo's movies. That yeah. is what John Woo is doing. And that's the thing I'm going to, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been playing it up a lot. I've been talking a lot of shit. I'm always going to talk shit about this movie. I'm always going to talk shit to dusty for liking this movie, but right. I get it. I'm not mad at you. You know what I mean? I wish I liked this movie. I would have had a good time for two hours, right? Right. <laughs> I did not have a good time watching this yeah. movie. I was like, I literally, there's a part where I was like, I am so glad I'm never going to have to watch this movie again. <laughs> like, because right. I've seen it twice now and it was for two podcasts and uh, I'll never, ever, ever, ever watch Face Off again. Unless yeah. like, for some reason... I this fucking podcast falls apart again, and then some asshole is like, "Oh, we gotta do a face-off podcast," <laughs> and I gotta right. watch it again, and I'm getting paid that time. Right. I think, uh, and not in a bad way. I uh, it seems like the premise of the movie is too much for you to overcome. Like, uh, is what you're saying, as well as I acting is a bit <laughs> acting bothers you way more than it bothers me. Like uh, <laughs> Travolta is so bad in a lot of these scenes. And and I will say that the movie tries to artificially uh thing I noticed this time that I hadn't noticed other times, like it artificially tries to create emotions with like the musical stings and stuff during the times when shit's not exploding. And that to me is when the movie's not working. The movie works during the action for me. Like the interstitials where it's like, oh, we're having a, a close moment where like Nicolas Cage has to act, actually act and try to convey emotion to get me invested in his character. That is not successful. Those those scenes are not successful to me. And I think they knew that because they try to put emotional music underneath it to like undergird it. Yeah. Um. But whenever they're fighting on that boat, I'm having a great time. I, like I don't and it's and it's stupid and it's big and it's loud I don't care I just it's well executed the scenes I, I, are well executed I, I was I was almost like god I get it you're on a boat fuck let's kill somebody yeah. just fucking yeah. just throw them off the boat there's it's it does go like I would say that it goes past the point of enjoyment just barely like they could have cut a couple minutes off of the boat. The boat scene, yeah. They, uh, they, I think they were like, "Man, I spent so much money on this boat. I'm squeezing everything <laughs> I can out of this boat." Um, and you could tell what's important in the movie because they take like when the other speedboat explodes, you see it from like three different angles. Because they're like, "This is what we spent the money on. This is what people are here for." We're in a. Uh, I know we talk about it a lot, and sometimes jokingly, we're in a pre nine eleven world here, Andrew. People just want to see shit explode. Uh, nobody's worried about anything. The economy's going up and up. Never going to come down. There's no housing true. crisis. 
You Twitter know? doesn't exist yet. We're not screaming at each other on the internet constantly. Yeah, we just we want to see people switch faces. Well, you mean they, they switch faces and they they, they they I'll I'll pitch it the way Dusty always pitched it. They take they take their faces off and then they have a face off. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will Look, give it and he had to do $8. this. He had to do this, and I'm sure this is shit onable, and I'm sure people have shit on this before because it's almost a little corny. But when they are, when they are, when they're face switched and they have each other, because uh, there were a couple times when they one could have killed the other easily, and just fucking stood there with a gun to it, yeah. and then just like, eh, you know, I'll do it in a harder way, like I'll kick you in front of a fan instead <laughs> of shoot you in the forehead, but. Yeah. When they when they're back to back and then they turn and they're on either sides of a mirror and they're looking at basically, it makes them look at the other guy as the other guy looks, but they're actually looking at themselves because it's the mirror. Yeah. Um, that shot's cool. I'll give it to I'll give it that. Like I I didn't watch this going. I'm I'm gonna find a way to hate every single second of this movie. I didn't have to try to hate this movie. You know what I mean? Right. But th- I'll give him that. That that I get it. That you almost had to do that, but it's not a. It's an, I I don't know. I don't know that I would have came up and, with it. But and yeah. I don't think that you're hating on it for sport or went in looking for like. Again, there are easy reasons. Yeah, uh, and easy things to shit on in this movie. It just ultimately, I think, depends on whether or not you will find enjoyment in spite of the things that are ridiculous, or enjoy the things that are ridiculous. Like, I don't think that I enjoy this movie, ironically, but I, I don't know. I might see. I don't really think you like, do either. But I also don't think you think it's like a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I'm not. I'm not diminishing your opinion at all. I, right. I don't. I just don't think you think that. You know, Pulp Fiction and Face Off are in the same category or something like that. Like right. you see, you understand this is some wacky bullshit in a lot of ways, but. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily always mean a negative thing to you. You know what I mean? Right. And I and like I said, I've told Jacob, my brother, this all the time. It's like, I, I, I never like I'm never like fuck yeah. I'm so glad I don't like that movie. You know, I want to have a good time doing these things. And right. like, it's not a strength in me, or like I'm smarter, or I'm better, or my taste is better, or anything like that. Like it's none of right. that. It's just like I can't get past how bad this acting is. I can't get past. <laughs> right. How how seriously John Woo took himself making this fucking <laughs> stupid ass movie like right. and then I, like I one of my notes is this is a goddamn Tommy Wiseau movie like this is a if I think if we, we wouldn't I I don't think we'd be shocked if we found out that uh, uh, what's the guy who made uh, Birdemic ah what's his name ah goddamn it I, I gotta look it up yeah nobody nobody listening to the podcast is gonna know what this guy about this guy. But I have to get his name right because he has a movie coming out soon. Um, and I think I got the name wrong. What the fuck is that guy's name? The the guy who makes all those stupid movies. Uh, what's the, what? Okay, keep going. Never mind. If if we found out that some like horseshit uh, 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 um, director, write, writer, director who like makes B movies and finances his own movies and thinks that he's way better than he is, uh, made this movie, we wouldn't be surprised. I don't think. No, but that would be a less good version of this movie. I would probably hate that version of this movie because John Woo is a very deft. I, we can disagree. Neil Breen. Neil Breen. <laughs> John Woo is a, is a very deft action director. Like he knows what he's Does doing. Does deft mean shitty? No, I think deft is good. Isn't it? Oh, I was just, I, you used it for John Woo. So I just, you know. <laughs> I like 
Yeah, it means I, neatly skillful, neatly skillful and quick in one's movements. Yeah. So John Woo knows how to shoot action. There's an entire, like, he's got an entire style that's been cribbed by other people and he has tropes and he's easy to make fun of. He's got doves and all of his shit and it's two handguns and it's dudes jumping sideways and whatever, but he knows how to shoot action in action movies. The acting, I can't give you any reason, you know, both guys are doing big, (laughs) are doing big moves. And I think it matters. The only thing that matters is whether or not you're okay going along for the ride for that or not. And I don't think there's anybody's right one way or the other. Um, if but, for some reason, somebody put put a gun to my head and was yeah. like, Hey, watch face off or die. Right. Yeah. Cause that's one of the only situations in which I've watched this movie again. <laughs> I'm going to try to watch it in a, that in your, through your eyes. Like I try to watch it through neutral eyes this time, sure. but next time, because I didn't want to come, I, I didn't want to not like this movie, but I also didn't want to come and be like, actually, you know what? I think I fucking understand. You know what I mean? I didn't want right. to do that. So I want to be neutral. But I'm going to try to watch it in the like, you know, okay, Andrew, remember, this is a goofball-ass movie. Treat yep. it as a goofball-ass movie. Don't treat it as a movie that's taking itself seriously and see if you see it differently. I'm going to try right. to do that. Like, Stanley Kubrick? Greatest, possibly the greatest director of all time. I love Kubrick's movies. I would probably watch Face Off before I wanted to sit down and really watch a lot of Stanley Kubrick's movies. The Shining. Because Face Off or The Shining. Shining. Okay, I was gonna because I, 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 I'm trying to think what other Kubrick movies I've seen. Did he make like, Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, Full Metal Jacket beats uh, Face Off. But like Clockwork Orange, I'll watch Face Off every day before I watch Clockwork Orange. That one I haven't seen. I want to watch it, but I haven't seen it. Isn't that like three hours? It's long, yeah. And it's like, but, and it's very. about the moon landing? (laughs) (laughs) It's very well made, but it's like, this is, to me, it's just, I mean, like we talked about with uh, Twister, it's just popcorn. Like, I'd turn my brain off watch this movie, go, oh man, speedboat chase, explosions, it's great. And like people who want something else, I can, I can understand all the cr- the critiques of this movie, and I would never say that they're wrong. And somebody who thinks this movie's bad is also probably correct. Like, I'm surprised that it is as revered as it is critically because it's the same exact movie that people would hate otherwise. You know? I didn't realize that Kubrick made Dr. Strangelove. He did. I've, I've been wanting to see that movie for a long time, and I've never seen it. Uh, that makes me want to see it more. Um, but, yeah, that's the thing. Like, this ain't no, like... But the th- the, the, I think that's what pisses me off, is because it is what you just said it was, right? It is, like, right. it's a popcorn movie. But, like, you know how many people are like, oh, yeah, dude, that movie's fucking badass when I say face-off? Like, like it is a really good movie, and then you look at the... And this 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 really kills me. When you look at the critical response yeah. for this fucking movie, it's got a a ninety two percent positive rating on not on Rotten Tomatoes and an average rating of seven point eight out of ten. Uh, yeah. the, the website's critical consensus reads: John Travolta and Nicolas Cage play cat and mouse, and against a beautifully stylized backdrop of typically elegant, over the top John John Woo violence. On Metacritic, the film received a score of 82 out of 100. Um, it got an average of B plus on CinemaScore. Uh, 
a lot of people like praised Travolta and Cage for their performances. Like, what was in the water in 1997? <laughs> for... uh, well, you also have to remember 1997 is what 25 years ago, 26 years ago. Yeah, but we weren't r-worded you know what i mean like <laughs> pre-9-11 world dude this is like like i i think it's important not i don't want to i'm it is not an attempt to uh talk like you don't like you don't know about you're fine, like, you're, you're no, fine. film yeah, and yeah. stuff like yeah remember pulp fiction turned everybody upside down like now all that shit looks even though pulp fiction's still a, a great movie in my opinion all the stuff that Pulp Fiction did was cribbed by a hundred dudes that were less talented than Tarantino. So now all those tropes exist uh, again. And they're all from, you know, uh, exploitation movies and stuff back in the day. But he put them all together and people were like, we've never seen anything like this. And this, that's only three years before the face-off comes out. Yeah, and so. I told, I, I said, a little, like, I, I, I almost have to tell myself the same thing that I said during the Twister episode where it's like you know we expected different things from movies back then but when i'm reading like the um the reviews for this right it's 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 like i'm taking crazy pills dusty like (laughs) twister didn't get the reviews that this movie got you know and it's it's different you know what i mean but like i think bill paxton was better in twister than either these two fuckers were in this movie you know uh he's better than everybody but my place is getting fucked up guy and maybe michael (laughs) michael played pretty well uh like roger ebert said he gave the film three out of four stars and said here using big movie stars and asking them to play each other Wu and his writers find a terrific counterpoint to the action scenes. All through the movie, you find yourself reinterpreting every scene as you realize the, quote, other character is, quote, really playing it. Yeah, dude. They're they're acting like like it's fucking like, oh, fuck, I forgot. (laughs) So, uh, you know, uh, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone said, you might not buy the premise or the windup, but with Travolta and Cage taking comic and psychic measures of their characters and their own careers. There is no resisting face off this. You got to see. So I think it's like, it's the same reason why in many ways, independence day and twister. Oh, go ahead. Richard Corliss of time. Yeah. Said that the film quote, isn't just a thrill ride. It's a rocket into the thrilling past when directors could scare you with how much emotion they packed into a movie. What? (laughs) See that I don't agree with. I think, Dude, what were these people thinking? Did they? Uh, oh man, I've I've only seen Babe Pig in the City, and, <laughs> and I think I think John Woo brought a very exciting. I keep pounding this, but like a very exciting visual style that like not a lot of people had done, and not a lot of people can do as well as John Woo can do it. Whether or not you like John Woo's movies is a separate conversation to have. But like <laughs> his movies that he was making in China before he came to America are incredible there's he made a movie called the killer that's one of the best action movies i've ever seen and it's got all of this stuff in it and he brought all that stuff here and nobody here was doing that stuff so like uh but as uh i also think in the same way that independence day and twister hit many of the same points and you give independence day more leeway because will smith's a movie star yeah this movie has John Travolta and Nicolas Cage like in a career resurgence and at a height of power 
where it's like, yeah, okay, I just I want to see what these guys do on on screen. And Cage's like wackiness hadn't worn out, and Travolta's Travolta's hackness hadn't taken over. Like, you know, which one of these do you think is Tug Speedman? Because one of these guys is Tug Speedman. <laughs> this is the most Tropic Thunder ass shit of all time. Where uh, without somebody having to play somebody who's mentally handicapped, like. This is guys who think that they're taking giant fucking risks and doing some profound thing, but they're really doing something super surface level. And God damn it, Dusty, there's a sequel planned. They're making a new one. I hope it's got a daughter because I'm not watching it. So just get it out of your system. You know what I mean? Uh, apparently, I don't, I don't like face off, so I don't want to face off. Face is off, bro. It's face is off. Uh, Face off. Uh, Paramount Pictures announced in tw- September 2019 to make plans to remake Face Off with a new cast. David Permit will be the new producer. That will be the executive producer with Neil Moritz to produce. I don't care who's anyway. In, in February 2021, it was reported that Adam Wingard would re- direct the film and it would be a sequel to the original. Boo! Why? Face For Off what? again? Because <laughs> Hollywood sucks, Dusty. <laughs> we did it. Like this it wasn't movie- a good idea the first time. <laughs> This movie can exist as a time capsule, and it's time. Like, how, how bad do you think this new one's? Gonna it's going to be bad because they don't got fucking John Woo. Who's this guy that's going to direct it? I like, know this guy. Who's this guy? Uh, the uh, let me see. Adam Wingard looks young. Kind of looks like Mr. Beast. Um, he made. I'm looking for something I've heard about. Uh, he made a. a he made a, a movie in 2011 called What Fun We Were Having, Four Stories About Date Rape. That's cool. Um, the Last Survivors, he co-edited Blair Witch, the new Blair Witch movie in 2016. Death Note in 2017. He directed Godzilla vs. Kong. So the guy... Boo! Who <laughs> Boo that man! Was in, uh, was in, was in charge of the outfit that made Godzilla laugh on to, on in a movie. Yeah. Um, and then there's a new Godzilla vs Kong movie coming out in 2024. By the way. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm also aware. <laughs> the new Empire. Um, yeah, Man. it's that guy's not John Woo, and he's not getting Cage and Travolta, and now it'll be like meta, and it'll be too winking. The thing about this movie is it's insane. But everybody's playing it like they're playing it serious, which I know is the thing that you hate about it. But I think it's the thing that makes it work for me, because like if they were being silly about it, then why am I? Then why do I care? Like <laughs> if you know it's stupid, I also know it's stupid. So why are we doing it? Like, uh, um, do you know who were the original two actors for Castor Troy and Sean Archer that were during the writing? I can't remember. I feel like you I, won't I heard be about surprised. It on, I heard about it on a podcast. Is it Sean Penn? No. Somebody? I don't know. No. You want me to tell you? Go ahead. Stallone and Schwarzenegger. That could work. I could see that. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I think this is better because this is so weird. Yeah. So, like, for for you fucking weirdos who who thought this was good um you guys might not have liked it if it was stallone and schwarzenegger because i don't know if yeah. they would have gotten so wacky with it you know what i mean um, no they care too much like k the thing about cage is like he doesn't care so he'll go as weird as he wants and that's why i know? love cage and that's why i don't hate cage for making this movie you know what right. i mean like i i, I like nicholas cage because he's a weirdo uh, apparently he's a vampire now you know what i mean and uh 
I, you know, I don't like John Travolta because he's a weirdo. Because John Travolta is a creep weirdo. Yeah. Like, he's a weird, weird guy. He's but a bad like, weirdo. Like I said, I love Grease, man. That's Danny Zuko yeah. for life, dog. I, I can't get pissed off at Danny Zuko. I know, Dusty, you've never seen Grease. which have never is a, seen oh, it, no. Which is odd, odd. Yeah. But it's, I mean, there's a lot of odd you haven't seen it's with me. So, um, <laughs> um I will say that David Sturrett of the Christian Science Monitor is on your side. Uh, he says this is the ultimate woo movie, and while his fans will enjoy every minute, others will find it too long, repetitive, and violent. It was too long, but he, yeah, he's going, he's going, he didn't say anything about how bullshit the acting, no. The, the Barbara <laughs> Schulgasser from the San Francisco Examiner called the movie idiotic, and uh-huh. uh, so <laughs> this is what we need. We need a female perspective. Uh, point of view. The, the, uh, the, the women have good heads on their shoulders about this. Sarah did keep turning to me during the movie going, I don't know, Dusty, this is very silly. Listen, uh, it's so, uh, there are certain times that, like, I literally wrote down and I texted Dusty this. If Dusty does not change his opinion after the first six and a half minutes of this movie, <laughs> I've, I've lost all respect for him. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Ray of the Philadelphia Inquirer said, for all its fiery explosions, face-off just kind of implodes. Uh, and then Timothy... Dugdale of the Metro Times in Detroit said the visuals are impossibly glossy and the sound impossibly loud. Every flame, every frame, frame glistens with the antiseptic precision of advertising. Even the slightest emotional reverberation is right in a hundred point type. So uh, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, there's no subtlety, even when it's trying to be subtle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean the thing we the thing we really didn't talk about is like they do. Uh, near the end, uh, we find out that Gina Gershon is uh, Nicolas Cage's like side piece or something uh, throughout the years, and that Nicolas Cage and Gina Gershon have a son together named Adam, who's about the same age as Michael. Uh, and uh, Cage vo- or same uh, haircut too the the uh, the Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut. Yeah, Travolta Cage is like then starts freaking out. Uh, and it starts calling him Michael and really freaks this kid out. It's no good. Uh, that's going to stick with that kid for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird then, that he calls him Michael. Like it was just, they call him Michael. It'll really, it'll really tug at people's heartstrings. No, it won't yeah. dude. We're not fucking stupid. Like yeah. that's dumb dog. That's dumb. <laughs> that's fucking that's a, dumb. That's what John Travolta should have yeah. done. Man. A, Why would I call him Michael? He's not Michael. That's dumb, bro. <laughs> That's fucking I'm in a movie about dumb. swapping faces. <laughs> I got to draw the line somewhere. Um, so in the end, Gina Gershon gets killed. But uh, before that happens, uh, in a moment where uh, Travolta Cage realizes that like there are people with families and him, maybe him and uh, Castro Troy aren't so different after all. He's like, no matter what happens, Sean Archer's off your back for good, which doesn't mean anything. Cause Gina Gershon fucking bites it like 10 minutes later in the Mexican standoff scene. Yep. Um, but <laughs> at the he, end of the movie, he took care of her, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the end of the movie, uh, after Travolta gets his face swapped back, which is a whole nother thing we got to talk about. Uh, he brings, he comes home, he mm-hmm. hugs his wife, he mm-hmm. hugs his daughter. Uh, I don't know why they couldn't go pick him up at the hospital. It's not like the face-off surgery is a secret now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and then he's like, hold on a second. And he goes and gets Adam. I think he says, 
I've got something to ask you or something yeah. like that. Like, can we keep them? Right. And then it's like, hey, there, there's a new kid. Remember how we don't have a son? We got this kid now. He's got no parents. I killed both of his parents. Look at how much he looks like the son that we fucking keep mourning. Huh? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, cop, it's like, so. <laughs> it's like a, can we, can we keep him? And then Jamie does the face wash to him and he's not, he doesn't know it. So like, that's weird. It makes him like happy, that. bro. Like everybody <laughs> likes their face rubbed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she's, he's like, why don't you show him to his new room, which is presumably Michael's old room, which yeah. has also presumably not been touched in the many years. Like, oh yeah, they how- didn't touch these rooms. They, 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 <laughs> they kept Michael. They, they still make breakfast for Michael and leave it there in the right. table every morning. Given like, and I, you know, I don't know. Given uh, the trauma, who I, I don't know that I can judge these these characters, but I'm assuming they haven't like taking the the posters off the wall and all of that in the mm-hmm. intervening mm-hmm. six years they haven't even done his laundry dog right so now he's sleeping in the dead kids room and they're hey. just gonna, they're gonna start slowly calling him michael <laughs> i knew somebody who had a uh, black lab named dusty who died i swear to god it's got yeah. your name uh and they gave they got another black lab named dusty <laughs> snowball too dude yeah because yeah. they didn't want to they didn't want to deal with it with their kids so like oh yeah, Dusty just lost oh, a bunch of weight. Like no, that's terrible. Yeah, so uh, it's this. It, this is the same shit. We got Michael too now, and like yeah. you did. There's no paper. The, no papers they had to file. He's he's in the FBI. They kidnapped this kid. Like, <laughs> right. He's the he's the head of the FBI because uh, Cage Volta karate chops the head of the FBI to death. <laughs> I forgot uh, about that. During, and now he's just the head of the FBI by osmosis. He is now the head of the FBI. I yeah. I forgot about my my final note, and I think this sums it up for me. My anger at Face Off is because Face Off is the ugly guy who thinks he's hot, and people who <laughs> wait, hold on, I, hold on, I got I got to write this. I got I, I wrote this. I it was really late. He thinks he's hot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't write this incorrectly. I was just I should have punctuated. <laughs> Face Off is the ugly guy who thinks he's hot, and people who like Face Off are the hot girls who think the ugly guy's attractive because he had confidence and there's just something about him. Like, that's that's what yeah. this all is. And it fucking, I'm like, that guy? You're it's into a, fucking that guy? It's the Chris Angel mind freak, dude. The it movie is, mind freak shit. It's <laughs> mis- mystery from the pickup artist on yeah. MTV back in the day. Um, um, there's a couple of other things. One... Uh, so when, when Cade Volta gets, uh, uh, the Vol- the Travolta face on first, he's smoking a cigarette with no face. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Sarah pointed out he probably should, he shouldn't have a nose <laughs> in this, uh, scenario. Yeah. It's probably really bad for the smoke to be touching all that tissue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they kill the, the scientist guy and everybody who knows about the secret. Uh, face swap mission and at the end of the movie uh travolta cage volta and uh and travolta cage are faced off uh, um, <laughs> and uh travolta cage starts cutting his own face because castor troy's crazy yeah and he's like ah you'll never get your face back now uh and then he gets killed with a harpoon gun fucking boss yeah and then uh 
Joan Allen, who now knows the the score because she tested the blood, which is another scene. We don't have to talk about that. Joan Allen is the wife. She figured out that it, she got had, she had sex with Caster Troy because she took some of his blood and she tested it. And it's not the same blood as Sean Archer. And Sean Archer, as Caster Troy, was like, hey, I'm, I'm fucking Sean Archer. And she's like, no, you're yeah. not. You're, fucking, you're obviously Caster Troy. And he's like, no, they changed faces. And she, yeah. she, she fucking she tests the blood. She's like, oh, my God, it actually was him. And then she yeah. starts like, puking in a trash can and shit. And then she's like, just so you know. I did bone Caster Troy. He's like, uh, I fucking know. Oh my God. I know. I yeah, know. Oh my um, God. <laughs> so she's like, they're calling in the top surgeons. You're going to be fine. The top surgeons to do what? Secret face off uh, surgeries? Like, they, they, they got to figure some shit out, man. This is yeah, the top, like, the top they, guy in like, the FBI. Uh, Cage Volta burned the lab and like all this, all the. Uh, <laughs> and all cut the up videos. the face. They fixed the face. They put the fucking face back on. Like, yeah. Those, it's, uh, <laughs> the FBI can't solve a lot of things, but face removal and face. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Face they got a guy for that. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Uh, it sucked. Well, no. No. <laughs> Uncomfortable. We do, we do have the uh, Danny Masterson scene, which uh, was that Danny Masterson. That's Danny Masterson. Oh man, foreshadowing, yeah. huh? It's a, a rough look. Well, he was a Scientologist, isn't he? Yeah, so he is. But he's also he he's also a uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it um, sucks too because Hyde was one of the greatest characters in the history of television. And then um, I can't watch that. I mean, uh, there's lots of reasons that sucks worse, but also I don't want to watch that 70s show now. That for sure uh, was Danny Masterson, though, because I was watching going, is that Danny Masterson? And I, I couldn't believe tell. that is. It's, it's a Masterson, I believe. Oh, the good uh, Masterson from Malcolm in the Middle wouldn't have, would have never done that. Uh, oh, he is. It is him. Carl. Yeah. Carl yeah. is his name. Um, so Danny Masterson, <laughs> rapist, uh, tr- tries to rape in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, and then it, it uh, was it was just supposed to be <laughs> it was just supposed to be like a scene where they're hanging out and he's like she's like oh man I feel like my dad's face like I don't know I feel like somebody switched faces with my dad and then Danny Masterson didn't know the cameras were rolling he's just pitching all kinds of weird stuff no uh, no but, he didn't know he didn't know the cameras oh. were rolling uh-huh. and, and so he was trying. <laughs> And uh, then they're like Travolta, run with it, run with uh, it. Uh, so then Cage Volta uh, beats the shit out of Danny Masterson, and then gives his uh, daughter a butterfly knife, and then that's Chekhov's butterfly knife because in the end she uses it to stab uh, Cage Volta in the leg to get him to let her go. You know, so I, I just looked it up by the way. Masterson not convicted yet, new trial. Uh, starting was supposed to start last month, as the first one was a mistrial. So, I, I I can't call him a rapist, but anyway. No, still gross though. Probably still gross. Probably something going on. He's a Scientologist. Yeah. I really do think it's the <laughs> the idea that. <laughs> anyway, um, so <clears throat> that I think those are the big, uh, those are the big face off things. Oh, uh, Pollux gets killed. But via bungee cord or what or zip line, uh, because uh, Travolta Cage kicks him into like through a window. Uh, I hated Pollux too. I didn't like his acting either. It's like uh, it, it looks. It looks like he's starting to enjoy being you. <laughs> he's like yeah, he's <laughs> like he's trying to be cre. I think they were like you're you're a little wacky, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the the little, note. Little off kilter. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> All right. 
this movie uh, costs. Hold on, let me find my notes. Eighty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess how four hundred million dollars? <laughs> no, not quite oh, okay. to that level. Um, Two hundred forty-five million dollars at the box office. So it's a hit. It's a big hit. Yeah, I think I think Wiki said that it was like the eleventh biggest movie in ninety-seven. Yep, it was nominated for Academy Awards, Andrew. I know it was <laughs> for sound editing, uh, or no, so for sound effect editing, and it didn't win, but it did win Saturn Awards, which are the awards for sci-fi slash action movies. Uh, John Woo won Best Director, and Mark. Ro- uh, Mike Werb and Michael Collardi, I believe, won for best writing <laughs> for Face Off. There's, I, I want to know what other sci-fi came out in '97. There was something better. Um, the other John Woo beat uh the guy who directed Alien Resurrection, Barry Sinenfeld for Men in Black. Steven Spielberg for The Lost World, Paul Verhoeven for Starship Troopers, and Robert Zemeckis for Contact. Suck it, all of them. John Woo. Oh, uh, fuck. But uh, he, they didn't, while nominated, uh, Nicolas Cage or Travolta did not win in the acting categories. They, so, were, both, they were both nominated? Um, yeah, this is the Saturn Awards which is the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, specifically. So it was... Independence Day was 97, right? No, Independence Day is 96. Oh, it's 96. So Twister and Independence Day were the year before, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, <laughs> The week this movie came out, it was number one at the box office, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. The... <laughs> um, and it made... $23 million, which is not too bad. It's not great, but it's not too bad. Um, other movies in this top 10, I'm going to say... I'm going to say you've seen five of these movies, Andrew. Is it at top 10 at the time or top 10 for 97? Top 10 at the time. Okay. Because I know what number this... one for 97, just so you know. I know. Huh? Because I know what number one for 97 is. Right. Just so you know. <laughs> um, it's the only so... year I'd probably get right. Uh, number two at the box office, Hercules. Oh, yeah, dude. I loved that movie when it came out. (laughs) Um, number three is Batman and Robin. That's the one with Mr. Freeze. I don't know if I've seen that. Okay. I don't think I've seen that. But, you know, I haven't seen that because the, the one, what's the one that introduces Robin? That's Batman Forever. Yeah, I've seen that. I haven't seen Batman and Robin. Um, that's a way worse movie than Face Off. So I've heard Batman and Robin yeah. is terrible. Um, number four, My Best Friend's Wedding with Julia Roberts. Maybe. Okay. Number five, My Man, My Man Cage has got two in the top ten. Con Air, number five. Seen about the first ten minutes of that one. Well, I love Con Air. We'll have to talk about it. Uh, number six, nope, The Lost don't World. Don't have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Lost World, Jurassic Park. That one I certainly have seen. Yep. Big Number pile seven. of shit. Is that the is that that movie? No, that's the first one. I know. Um, I always forget which one's big pile of shit. Yeah. Second one is uh, T Rex in San Diego. The 
Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Number seven, Speed Two, Cruise Control. I probably I've seen most of that movie at least. I, I don't know if I've seen the whole movie. That's a crappy movie. Uh, <laughs> number eight, the pen is blue, Andrew. The goddamn <laughs> pen is blue. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> yeah, liar, liar. I want to. I want to watch Liar, Liar again. Actually, I haven't seen I'm it in so long. My ass. Do you mind? <laughs> um, number nine, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, which um, you state still holds up. Dude, that movie is still very funny. Uh, me and Sarah just watched both of the Wayne's World movies because she loves Wayne's World and hasn't seen Wayne's World 2 in a long time. And I forgot one of my favorite lines from Wayne's World is whenever they stop so that Wayne can look at the guitar in the window and Garth goes, uh, stop torturing yourself. You'll never afford her. Live in the now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <that's> <laughs> Live in the now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I, Wayne's World is is something that I'd like to watch soon as well. But oh, I, I still remember Wayne's World very well. But I, I I'm sure there's stuff that I've missed that I've forgotten. Uh, number ten is <laughs> the sh- Gone the Shitty Beatles. <laughs> yeah, number ten is Gone Fishing, which is a uh, oh yeah, I've seen that. Have you really? <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen that. Who, who's in that? I think that's uh, is, Danny is Glover Walt- and Joe Pesci. They like fishing. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that movie. Well, I was wrong. I figured Gone Fishing wouldn't have done anything for you. Feel like I wouldn't watch that one. No, I, I, uh, I, 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 my dad and I watched. My dad used to. My dad and I used to watch. Like we watched that one. We watched uh, Grumpy Old Men and Grumpier yeah. Old Men with Walter Matthau. That's um, a good movie. Yeah, Both I loved those. those. I loved yeah. those. I'm. I'm. I don't remember anything about Gone Fishing, but I'm sure I've seen it. Forgot about the Ricky influence there. Got yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the top ten for '97. <clears throat> do you said you knew the number one? Oh yeah, dude, play that fucking that fucking flute music. You know what I mean? <laughs> play play that track, dude. Uh, uh, Men the, in the, Black. The ti- oh shit, the Titanic is not number one in ninety seven. No, because it came out the end in ninety seven, so it's the top movie of ninety seven. If you whatever. Oh, count. if you extrapolate, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I, was, I was talking about Titanic. Yeah, in theater so I was or wrong. in in the year. Uh, man, was that bitch wrong? Man, uh, was that bitch wrong? Men in Black is number one. Good movie, Men in Black. They're yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Good one. Uh, other stuff that we didn't talk about: Air Force One, the President on the Plane, Get Off My Plane. Harrison. I don't Ford. think I've seen that one. No, I don't uh, give a shit about Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Titanic's number seven for just nineteen ninety seven grosses. Which it was so out for like there. two weeks in that year. It was out for like a month. Yeah. Um, and then, and number 10, a movie that was uh, close to my heart growing up, George of the Jungle with Brendan Fraser. I loved that movie. That movie rules, dude. That yeah. talking, you couldn't have convinced me that that talking gorilla wasn't the funniest thing in the world when I was a kid. The oh, farts, it was, it, uh, <laughs> you know, well, it, was, it was just so, it was so, uh, such a touching moment when the antagonist for that movie finally won the WCW title. <laughs> That's uh, God damn, Dusty. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pause. <laughs> I am now just getting word that a second plane has hit Dusty's house. <laughs> the, that that train that we thought we didn't move by jumped the rails. Uh, I'll get you somehow, motherfucker. Yeah. No, everything is good. Um, so Was it cat-related, uh, kid-related, wife-related? I think something fell. 
uh, Sarah's trying to organize the house while I'm in here doing a podcast because I'm good at being married. Nah, so... she, she, listen, listen. You married a winner. You know what I mean? Yeah. She understands. It, it's how you bring home the bacon. That's... You're not going to keep the lights on without this podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I hear there's money after the 100th episode. Yeah. Um, so Fuck, I shouldn't have told him about the money. <laughs> Uh, number one album is one that I know we talked about because it came up during WCW 97. Butterfly Kisses, Shades of Grace, Bob Carlisle. Butterfly Kisses, After Bedtime Prayer. Yep. With a nice. little white flowers all up in her head. God, I was Christian as shit back in the day, bro. Yeah. Um,. Would would it change your opinion of this movie to know that the writers of this movie also wrote The Mask, the Jim Carrey classic? Did they did they write the Cuba Pete song? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, if they wrote the Cuba Pete been, song, then maybe. Yeah, that might have. Uh, Do you think that that movie holds up? The Mask. It was never my favorite of his anyway. Um, I I just happened to own it, like so. I right. watched the shit out of that movie. I mean, it's it's good. I just <laughs> um, also Cameron Diaz is fucking smoking in that. Yeah, movie. that's uh, John Woo in twenty in two thousand twenty two won a career achievement award uh, for at the Fantasia International Film Festival career achievement. Andrew, listen, I don't give half a shit, dog. Like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Bill Paxton was in Titanic? What did he do? Uh, he played the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> he was telling him about a twister that was coming. <laughs> no, guys, seriously. Yeah. It's an F5, bro. <laughs> and then it turns into sisters. <laughs> Come on, people. Uh, it's, yeah, as soon as as soon as they hit the the, the that's that's the uh, that's the big toe of God is an iceberg. Yeah, <laughs> not the finger of God. Um, Wu was also the winner of the Hong Kong Film Awards for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Editing, as this well is the as best the best movie ever come out of China. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so uh, I guess Hong Kong isn't exa- isn't necessarily China, right? Oh no, this understand. is just the, I'm just giving you the Wu accolades. Because you've come at him as a director, saying he's a shitty director before. Yeah, John Boo, bro. He sucks. <laughs> nope. How many... He sucks how many, ass. How many Golden Horse Awards have you ever won? Listen, I haven't tried. You know what I mean? I've never entered <laughs> I've never entered into a beauty competition, but you, we all know how that would go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he is known for his highly chaotic, quote, bullet ballet action sequences. <laughs> stylized... <laughs> Stylized imagery, self-important asshole. Stylized imagery, Mexican standoffs, frequent use of slow motion, uh, and allusions to film noir and western cinema. Not a single mention of Dutch angles. That's a weird thing. Um, Or doves, which is also a big deal. He loves Uh, doves and I and and religious iconography because he doesn't know how to actually make things profound. Dude, what about in this movie? Whenever. Travolta and whenever uh, Cage Volta p- pretends to be Christ on the cross, mm-hmm. and just so we don't miss the illusion, they then cut to the picture of the crucifix <laughs> that's in the church too. Yeah. Just like, hey, he's doing that guy. <laughs> in case you didn't know, I wonder if Jesus uh, got fucking uh, residuals for this shit. Uh, John yeah. Wu looks a lot. This is inside baseball. Nobody's gonna know this. John Wu looks a lot like our friend Michael Moreno's father. 
Okay, yeah. A Chinese version, obviously, but... it's there if you nonetheless yes yeah if you look for it um god he's chinese i guessed multiple times and i just (laughs) i just now thought to look to see if he's from china (laughs) i mean i did say he won the hong kong uh film awards you know they give those shits away i got one in the mail right now you know what i mean oh man a grammy Uh, (laughs) oh man (laughs) a golden horse award oh man Uh, oh so he made hard target he did make Hard Target. And we got to watch Hard Target with Jacob. Yeah, I would be into that. Uh, he made Mission Impossible 2, which slaps uh, and has that could has that cool Limp Biscuit song. Uh, he also made Broken Arrow, which is like a worse version of this movie with Travolta. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You don't mean that it's another movie about faces being removed. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's a action movie that I don't think is as successful as uh, this movie is. Okay. So. I just, I just want to make sure he wasn't. Just no, like no, no, no. We have to wait for, <laughs> we have to wait for faces off to faces, um, off. faces offs. Yeah. To Electric be able to, boogaloo. <laughs> uh, to be able to do, to be able to get the sequel. That's um, all right. I think that's, I think that's it for face off. No, but nobody's mind is is changed here. But I have a I have a appreciation of your point of view. You know? Yeah, man, I ain't mad at you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Tupac said, the greatest. Well, Mission Tupac. Um, <laughs> I uh, I like I said, we'll never watch this movie again. I'm I I wish I wish I wish, uh, I wish, uh, I wish th- this movie would be erased from the public lexicon. I'm sick of people telling me it's a good movie. Um, right. But. Uh, you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and um, I'm glad we've done 100 episodes. Um, I have no intention of stopping at 100. I can't wait for 200. Um, watch Face Off again at 200. <laughs> dude, what if we did that at every century <laughs> yeah. we watch Face Off again? Um, but yeah, dude, thank you for 100 episodes. Thank hey, you, you for know what? Thank you up? for 100 episodes. You know, this, po- this podcast wouldn't have happened without me, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, <laughs> You are it's welcome. A mutual ad- it's a mutual admiration society up in here. Um, yeah, we've been really consistent. We've, I think we've, like, one week we went without it, and that's because we were at the goddamn, and uh, yeah. the the granddaddy, and we um, we still put out an episode that week. So I don't, I don't think we've missed a full week yet, have we? No, when I got married, we put out a compilation. Uh, oh, but that was, yeah. But that was it, you know. When I get married... I'm live streaming when you get married. That's the yeah. Episode. Who are we? Who are we kidding? I'll never get married. Um, yeah, uh, that's with the, that was the, the 136th episode. Spectacular. You know? <laughs> uh, the so do you want to say what we're doing next week? Yeah, next week. Uh, my uh, my very good friend and ex girlfriend uh, Kai is coming in. Uh, she is uh, she is a movie aficionado. She. Uh, she's, I wanted her to come on and talk about Marvel cause she, she is, she is to Marvel. I, I was almost going to say she is to Marvel what you are to wrestling, but she doesn't have that like rain man situation going on and there's <laughs> sure. less Marvel than there is wrestling. So it's not really good, but she loves Marvel movies and she has a Marvel podcast. Check it out. Mercado vision. We'll talk about it again next week. Um, but, uh, she wanted to do Jurassic park because I think she knows that you love this movie. She loves dusty. She does. And I love uh, Jurassic Park, and I have enjoyed uh, the times that I've talked to Kai very much. So. Didn't want to say she loved, he loved Kai. Did you guys hear that? Uh, but uh, 
yeah, Kai's the best, and uh, it's going to be a great time. And she she has a good mic at her house, so it's going to be it's it's going to sound great. Fine, uh, yeah. we're going to be happy about that. And and we get to talk about Jurassic Park, a legitimate goddamn banger. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all going to be happy about this movie. Uh, no yeah. expense was spared. I've heard. Um, I really hope you know what. What if I show up and I'm like, guys, this movie fucking sucks. What are you guys talking about? Like, I... <laughs> this is the Chilean sea bass of movies, dude. <laughs> Great. Um, so it's really funny that we we went we started with Twister and you you criticized the 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 um the science and then we're gonna watch three movies in a row that you love that are just as bad, if not worse. I think they're all worse than Twister at explaining the science. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> How about Listen, that? Why would you? Right. This is snark marks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's dinosaurs, Andrew. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Better explain how twisters work, so I'm interested in twisters. The buy-in for dinosaurs is so <laughs> low, is so low that I'm in no matter what. I might listen to the audiobook of Jurassic Park that I have, so that I can talk about the differences. Good old uh, Michael Crichton, huh? Yeah, Spell your last my, name differently. You know what I mean? My, Put that CH out of the middle there. My guy. So uh, we're watching Jurassic Park next week. Kai will be our special guest. Uh, she is a friend and contributor in many ways to the Snart Marks. Uh, so thank she you. She might be Andrew. our biggest fan. Yeah. But like, and she gives Andrew shit on Twitter, which is always fun for me. Um, she gives me shit all the time. Yeah. It's great. Um, thank you to everybody who is still listening to us or has listened to us or will listen to us. Uh, that guy in Germany, I don't know if you still listen, but I'm happy you ever did. Uh, oh, no, he's still you. around. He keeps yeah. sending me really threatening messages. <laughs> so thank you for uh, 100 episodes. That seems crazy. Uh, and we'll be back next week, 101. We're re- set the set the dial back to zero, Andrew. Yeah, I think I'm going to stop numbering the episodes in the title. Um, but I'm, I'm going to keep counting them. So, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll still know where we're at. So, yeah. So we're setting the counter to zero, but as always, kayfabe is dead. We're alive. We have our own faces. We're at the snart marks podcast. Thank God we have our own faces. God damn.